where my camera is. We got to figure it out. Technical problem solved. Hey, everyone. It's Adam, Shelly, Marketing Monday. We have this lovely woman over here. Broadway. I'm lovely too, but. Well, yeah. Two oh, we're lovely talking ladies. about that one over there. Two lovely ladies right here. One of them is Shelly. <laughs> Ashley. Remember, you're an opposite world when you're in the podcast. I'm never going to be. Listen, I have hardly a, enough brain capacity to operate on a daily basis. Then when you try to flip everything around 180 degrees, not going to happen. And you don't even I, leave your house most days and you still have problems operating. So, Yep, that is absolutely correct. I still take a thousand milligrams of caffeine every single day, just like clockwork. I forgot my caffeine. So a little bit of a rough start there. Speaking of caffeine, this uh, show is sponsored by Starbucks. Uh, if you are looking to drink the heartiest of drinks and have the most caffeine, make sure to download the Starbucks app and get yourself some stars. After you spend a hundred dollars, you get one free drink. It's pretty great. <laughs> talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I have, hold on, I'm going to show you right now. I have quite a few stars. Oh, if we're going to play, if we're going to play this game, I bet I win. <laughs> As you guys can see, Starbucks has already preloaded all of our accounts with stars. See? Because they've sponsored today's episode see? because we're, we're, we're yeah, this is a professional podcast. 676 stars right now, guys. 489. I think you need to See, you guys aren't paying playing the game right. You got to redeem those stars for free drinks. I do. I'm, I just save my save mine up for the good stuff. Mm. Okay, so this Thank is you. marketing Monday, as you can pause <laughs> Probably tell. And I'm just going to go ahead and clear the elephant out of the room. This right here oh my gosh. was because there was a bear. We went hiking. It was coming for the children. I punched it in the nose, but it it, it got one right. Okay. Actually, what happened was my four-year-old head-butted me straight in the ocular bone. So that's straight parenting. parenting. That's what I, I told him. We've all been there. It's happened to me. It's happened to yep. pretty much everybody I know. Yep. So that's parenting. That's how they show their love, apparently. And what's funny yep. is Jonathan actually seriously loves just like tapping your head. Like he'll just do this all day long with his head. He'll headbutt you lightly. So I'm thinking that's where Benjamin learned it. But anyways, Ashley, <laughs> would you mind giving the people a little bit of a rundown of who you are, what the heck you do, why you're on this lovely, lovely podcast that's sponsored um, by Starbucks? <laughs> I'm just here for the Starbucks guys. I so I am actually like professionally a real estate agent here in Sioux Falls. Um, I've won some national awards for my social media presence in real estate through Dot Luke. Um, and I can't think of who the other company was, but all of them, you know, uh, yeah. Um, and through kind of my love of social media my sister and I decided to start a podcast about two and a half years ago. So we have shout out to falls. Um, we are currently revamping the whole thing as you guys are, you know, doing the podcast virtually where we were an in-person podcast and now we're reformatting to yeah, be. That's, that's tough. Um, and yeah, so that's what we do. And so our podcast is more um, about kind of pop culture as it pertains generally and then to Sioux Falls and then we focus on events. So every week we have a different event that we kind of highlight and talk about. Man, that'd be really, really tough for this year. Like mm -hmm. yeah. really <laughs> tough. So we took a break and and kind of uh, about two weeks before everything shut down, 
we were already thinking we wanted to kind of change the format a little bit and um, where we did our podcast shut down shortly after that and then school shut down. So we were all home. So it kind of happened at the right time uh, that this, you know, space of doing what we do changed and um, now we're just rolling with it. Awesome. So what have you guys been covering since, I mean, obviously there's pop, pop culture, but like, yeah, like, events i'm guessing you know if it took up 25 percent of your podcast what are you what are you guys covering for like events then so we're doing um you know the smaller events that are coming back um like last week we talked about um uh some of the halloween events that were going on that were more social distance because we are people who are social distancing ourselves and being kind of protective of that um and so we, we're trying to find events either virtual events that are going on hosting our own virtual events if we have to. Um, we've done Zoom parties, that kind of thing, uh, so that we have an event. But it's it has changed a little bit from the big events. You know, last year for Halloween, we talked to um, one of the owners of Wiley's and talked about everything they had going on. And this year, we were like, yep, no, we're staying away from that. <laughs> no, I shouldn't point out a specific business, but, uh, but just, you know, it has changed and we're looking for ways to um, maybe not be so much event focused, but more um, local business focused, which we've done a little bit of um, when we didn't have a major event going on, we'd have business owners on to talk about, you know, their new business. And so that's where we're adjusting a little bit. Excellent. And I'm guessing that this podcast is on all the major platforms and everything like that. If anybody wanted to go check it out. Yep. we primarily do um, YouTube and Facebook live. Um, and then you can find us on Apple or, you know, wherever you're, you're looking at your podcast, but, um, yeah, that too, it's, we're just adjusting. <laughs> Perfect. Shelly, you've been itching to ask a question cause you're all caffeinated up from like, our sponsors. I know. And I actually got the good stuff cause apparently my husband loves me today. So I have, <laughs> I have sugar and caffeine today, not just a black coffee. Mm, best combo. Mm. So. Where do you, first of all, where do you guys do the podcast from now? Like, are you guys, do you guys still have like a studio that you're doing this from? Are you guys in your houses or what are you doing? We're in our, yeah, we're in our houses or um, Elena has a studio downtown Sioux Falls for her photography oh. business. So um, we're working out of that. Um, we're currently, we, we were previously at Next Edge Academy of Martial Arts had a really cool podcasting studio, like oh. cameras that I mean the whole nine. Um, and they've gone away from doing that, especially with having to shut down their business from time to time, depending on positive cases and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so currently we are just doing kind of a hybrid Zoom. And then it, we, I personally am doing all of the uh, editing on the back end and getting it out on all the platforms. So um, it, that's been an adjustment as well. But mm -hmm. you do it. What there's work on the back end of a podcast that has to happen. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's why that's why ours hasn't really had a whole lot of stuff happen to it in the last six months. Yeah, we, fine, we've fine. had a lot of good posts, but not a lot of. Uh, we're we're only two episodes into what we're calling our new season. <laughs> with should have just whole started Zoom. in January for 2021. You should have uh -huh. been like, this is this is season five and three quarters. <laughs> this is the year that will never end. Yes, that's, no kidding. that's factual. So what is, so what is you guys's 
like what's your goal with shout out Sioux Falls? Like for me and Adam, when we got together and decided to start this, it was, you know, we still wanted to stay connected into the entrepreneurial community. We both love marketing and that's kind of where, you know, we had previously gone to marketing Monday that happened with the bakery. And that's why we started this. What was you and which by the way, Alana is her sister, by the way. Yeah. Oh, if, you, if they were both on here, you'd be like, be I don't pretty know obvious. <laughs> Like they look exactly like just a little identical, <laughs> a little. But so, what was like? What was you guys's hopeful outcome? Was it just something fun, or was there a goal in mind when you guys started this? It was a hundred percent just to do something that we thought was fun, um, but also that we're because we're both so integrated into the community of Sioux Falls and our businesses are Sioux Falls focused. We thought it'd be great to kind of mix the two things that we love, which is kind of pop culture, silliness, that kind of stuff um, with highlighting a business in town or an event in town. Um, a, we go to these events We're you know, or we did, <laughs> we, we were, you know, doing all of the things. Um, so it just seemed like a natural kind of progression. We really didn't have a goal, but as it started, you know, probably about a year in and we started having people follow it from outside of Sioux Falls. Um, or if we'd skip a week, we'd have, uh, you know, I'd run into someone on the street and they go, Hey, did you guys not do that this week? It was creating this kind of like, we had people who found an escape by just listening to it for a little bit. And so it became more about like just the entertainment value of it just having fun. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys decide like what business or event you guys were going to focus on? Obviously it was stuff that you guys were attending. You said in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like, is it something where you guys partner up with businesses? Do you guys not allow like sponsorships or how do you guys work that end of it? We've never really gotten into the sponsorship thing. Cause we wanted it to be more genuine, either things that we mm-hmm. really like doing and we want to make sure people know these things are going on. Um, cause it's, you know, frequently we'd have someone on and, and we get a comment of like, oh, I didn't even know that existed. So that kind of is where it started was wanting to, to focus on the businesses that we appreciated or that we frequented. And then we started getting referrals from other people like, oh, Hey, so-and-so has got this going on. You should have them come on. Or we got a connection at the pavilion and, and now they're wanting to send someone over to talk about the pavilion events. So we've never been opposed. Like we've always kind of joked, like you want to sponsor us, you can give us money. If anyone wants to call me and say, hey, we'd like to be a sponsor. I mean, Starbucks reached out to us. She'll eventually get yep. there, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Starbucks reached out, said, hey, here's um, here's uh, five figures uh-huh. per episode. Very nice. For like, each of us. For each of us. I like yeah. it. And all you have to do is just act cheerful, show off your points, <laughs> help people download the app, and there you go. The game- the game that's in the app. Have you played that yet? That's a of whole course, thing. already, already. <laughs> it. it's, it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> okay, so um, remember that thing I said about Adam being a very sarcastic person. Yeah, Shelly, <laughs> we don't tell lies on the podcast. Okay. Um, I'm just waiting for Jessica to chime in at any point in this. What has <laughs> been, what has been the biggest difficulty for you and do in? covering or talking about like these virtual events that are going on or attending these virtual events, um, assuming that you're actually attending some of them versus, yeah. you know, an in-person um, event. I I honestly don't know that I would say there's been, it's been easier going to kind of a virtual format. I mean, we're, we had a, a 
standards sit in place, our hardest thing was getting people who could come at the same time every week. Yep. Um, so going to kind of a, a different format, we're able to work around everyone's schedule. And, you know, even if we have 15 minutes, um, you know, last week, and it didn't work out, but the goal, uh, we were supposed to have Travis Nye join us to talk about his Halloween um, magic show. And he was out of state and I was here and Elena had sessions and, you know, the idea that we could just kind of make it happen was great. Um, it didn't happen though. So it's a bad thing. To, maybe not a great example, but, um, but I think the virtual events, the hard thing for a lot of people is there's just not a lot of them. I mean, there's opportunities where there could be a virtual event along with an in-person event potentially. And um, I don't know as a community that we've embraced that enough, the technology side of it anyway. Um, so that's, that's been, I, there's been events where I've, I've thought like, this would be a great, um, you know, opportunity to do something, you know, music wise or whatever virtually. And it's just not happening. So that's been a struggle. I'm, I'm actually really surprised that there hasn't been more like online co concerts and live concerts and stuff yes. like that. Like, like when this whole thing started going down, I actually remember getting into a little bit of a argument with someone on Facebook about how this was going to completely destroy all concert vendors, um, businesses, and how so many, so many venues and stadiums and everything like that were going to go under and everything yep. like that just because of live concerts. And I said, well, I mean, granted, like the actual facilities themselves, yeah, it sucks. They're going to have to close, close their doors and like not do anything for months on end but as far as like the actual um artists and musicians and everything like that like rent out a studio mm -hmm. and lives uh, get a camera crew live stream it and do it that way like you can do the same thing you can do a pay-per-view um but and go ahead I was just going to say, like, that could still involve those venues. And I think it's interesting to see, and I'd love your your input on this, Ashley. Like, mm -hmm. it's still interesting to see, to me, how many people are still innovating and yes. having those events still. So, for instance, let's take locally, right? So, a few weeks ago, For King and Country was here, right? Uh, Christian music group, they did, like, a drive-in theater experience kind of a yeah. thing, right? So super cool way to innovate. They kept, you know, they did this in multiple locations across the country. And from what I understand, it was very well attended, even though the tickets, you know, the tickets were higher priced, but essentially yeah. you were paying per car. So like, you know, comparison wise, you were still getting a live event experience, but you could take your entire family for under a hundred bucks versus you could never take your family to even Paw Patrol at the arena for a hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Like, well, and didn't Garth Brooks do that too? Garth Brooks oh, did Garth, I, I was just going to say, like, he's actually yeah. still doing it. Like, almost, I think it's almost weekly if you go to his page. I've tuned in multiple times and I've watched Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. Like, they go on, they take requests. They have, like, they now granted, they have, like, a whole home studio thing <laughs> that they have there. But like they've been really engaging. They like have their whole, like their normal crew there and everything taking production and taking questions and doing all of that kind of stuff, taking requests, yeah. whatever. But I've seen a whole lot of places that have innovated. You know, I think Dave Matthews did something at one yep. point. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff that, 
you know, there's, you could be raising money for organizations. You can still mm -hmm. rent out this arena, like, right. Like you can still bring revenue to those places and help keep those places alive. Yeah. But I feel like in the event world, and I hope that I'm not going to make a bunch of people mad by saying this, <laughs> but I feel like in the event world, for whatever reason, it just seems like so many people are like dragging their feet to try to innovate on this. Like people are so stuck in the, I need a live experience beer in my hand surrounded by 20,000 people, mm -hmm. but they're not willing to see that there's other ways to get together and do fun things with people. It might look different, just like everything else in our life looks different. Yeah. But you know, another great example that I just saw last night when I was looking around for some stuff for my kids Siouxland Libraries is one of the coolest places in town, FYI. If people yes. have not like if people don't know this yet, they really are. But like they do trivia nights and they used to do them at monks or you know, just various places. They would do these trivia trivia nights. Now they're doing them online. So they're bringing trivia night back and they're actually doing it, they're encouraging people not to gather together in their homes, but still get a team of people together and communicate with your answers via messaging or snapping each other or whatever, but everybody's playing on your same team. You still have one spokesperson for your team and answer that way. And, you know, yeah. like definitely trying to innovate, still doing prizes, still doing, you know, all of that kind of fun stuff. And I'm like, if we can figure out how to teach our kids virtually as quickly as we can, then why in the world can we not figure out how to innovate around entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> We've had some really cool experiences with that over this whole thing. Um, so our Instagram page is called at Gacky Girls. Um, it's based on my sister's our maiden name, and there's three of us. And um, we have, well, it's kind of um, a new kids on the block fan page, <laughs> and we have quite the following. Um, we have uh, videos on YouTube that'll you know we have a couple videos that have hit over a thousand views. So. <laughs> It's a thing anyway, but we've had a few events through there where we did trivia night, like early on in COVID. Um, I was part of last week, a um, sip and paint event. That was a fundraiser for a breast cancer awareness um, organization. Um, and all, these are all talking more on the you know national level, as far as like we had people joining us on our, our zoom parties from across the country. And that's because we couldn't get together in person. And, um, but one of the really like the coolest things, and this is where I, it, maybe if people were attending more of these types of events, they would get more creative about how they can incorporate a virtual presence in their in-person or not even in-person events. Um, we were supposed to be on a cruise uh, with new kids on the block in March. I'm sorry, April. And it didn't happen, obviously. So they did a virtual cruise in June. And it was one of the coolest events. It was a whole weekend of, of events. Um, there was, you know, costume theme parties. There were, um, you know, live chats. There were contests. I mean, it was like a whole weekend of events that kind of were similar to what we would have been doing on this cruise ship. But we were all at our own homes. And I had friends who like decked out entire rooms in all glow stuff so that they could try to be the ones who got pulled up on screen. I mean, it just became this huge, like super, super fun thing. Um, and that's the type of thing that, you know, I think if, if given the opportunity, we need to do more. <laughs> I'd really like to, I think it would be really cool once everything um, gets finalized and, um, 
things start reopening and everything like mm -hmm. that. I think it would be really cool to, I, I think you mentioned this earlier, Ashley, doing a bit of a hybrid of a live versus virtual event. Like just as an idea, like how cool would it be to have three or four people um, that, and this is totally possible now that we have 5G mm -hmm. ultra wide um, in downtown and um, we have one gig Wi-Fi that's available at the stadium and everything like that. But you have three to four people that, that have cell phones and their only job is to kind of make their way through the crowd um, at a concert and then capture like being in the crowd of that concert at the same time. And so that people who can't attend um, the live event, like concerts for the most part here in Sioux Falls sell out like that. They just, yeah. tickets go just almost instantly. So why not sell 50% off or whatever virtual tickets and then you just hire three to four teenagers on gimbals that all they do is just walk through the crowd and just do a live stream at the same time to to something like have one stand in the crowd for a little while or have two of them stand in the crowd for a little while, have two of them get real close up to the front of the stage. And um, maybe you can convince the band that there could be a back a back room interview um, after yeah. everything is done, like. This is not like we're not talking about revolutionary things here. Like we just need right. four cell phones, four gimbals and a decent microphone for each one. Like we're talking all in like, I don't know, a couple grand. You'd make that off the first concert easily. Mm -hmm. um, well, I have to think about things like, you know, locally Plums Cooking has always had these little cooking classes. And um, like what they did with the uh, the sip and paint event that I did is they actually shipped you the stuff. So we have Hy-Vee that delivers, Right. So to be someone who used to teach cooking classes and now feels that it's unsafe to do so, to be able to ship people the things that they would need for this class as part of the fee and then do a live stream while they're in their own kitchen cooking along with you, you know, in your chef's kitchen. I mean, stuff like that is so easy, Yeah. You know? but we're just not seeing a ton of that kind of thought. It's more, okay, well, we can't do this, so we're just not going to do it. Yeah. Right. And I think that really comes back to a whole, I've talked to multiple people about this, about it's creating that whole other online stream of revenue, you know, depending upon what your business is or what your business yeah. was, you know, if you're, if your business included any type of event, there's no, in my opinion, at, we are now what, seven months into this pandemic, like, there's no reason why your business hasn't figured out a way to recreate that event in an online virtual type format to allow people yeah. to participate in both ways, with the understanding that after, you know, things get back to normal, whatever that looks like in the future, that now you have a whole nother stream of revenue, that it's not like you're just figuring this out as like a band-aid in the short term. Mm -hmm. This is like you're figuring this out as part of your long-term strategy plan as trying another thing for your business. But well, I think we, we have seen some, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying, we don't know when this will go away. Right, that's what I mean. Exactly, so that's, Pivoting is such an integral part of any business. Yep. And given, you know, my business, you know, my real estate business has completely changed. There's a lot of different things that we're doing and maybe some we should have been doing all along. Um, but to, to just hold on to those like standard ideals of like, this is how you do it. Yep. We have such a huge opportunity right now, I think. And that's, you know, where I'd love to see some more innovation or, you know, creativity 
we have grandparents who never used a computer before who now know how to Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we have kids who are, you know, maybe not going over to their friends' houses as often, but, you know, they're logging on to Minecraft to play together. I mean, technology doesn't have to be so scary. And it's also something that, like, we've kind of almost been forced to get more comfortable with or to, to allow. Um, so to use that in, like, a marketing platform, of like, how do you get people to know who you are, what your business is? Events are a huge deal. Yep. In a lot of businesses. And so, you know, finding out a way to do those events, I just love to see more of it. <laughs> I think one one good example that we've seen in Sioux Falls is, and that I hope never goes away, honestly, is One Million Cups. So One Million Cups, you know, used to just be an in-person thing. They never did any sort of streaming or anything like that. And, you know, they went away for a while and then they decided to come back, but they innovated and they figured out a way to do in-person and online. And so they have a production team that comes in every week. They only allow 40 people total inside Museum of Visual Materials so that they can still have spacing and everything that's needed in there. And then once once there's 40 people in the door, doors are locked, nobody else is allowed in, but they have virtual and they go live every week. There's somebody there moderating, taking the questions, referring Mm -hmm. those, you know what I mean? So like... They've done a fantastic job, in my opinion, of figuring out how to include both. Because honestly, like getting to one million cups every week was pretty much never in my cards because I teach at 10. So there's no way that I could go to an event at nine and be in a classroom by 10. So this is a perfect way. Like I can get set up earlier and I can, you know, listen to it as I'm getting stuff ready for my class. Like how I wish more businesses would do this and figure out a way to involve some of that stuff. And you can certainly monetize it. There's definitely ways to do it for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, I've never been someone who's ever considered buying groceries online, you know, and going and picking them up. And I do it all the time now. And it's like, this is so convenient. I know. I actually have, like, I never, before, even through the last five months. Like I'm like, no, I'll still go. Like that's my one trip out a week or whatever. I like uh-huh. to walk or it's my time alone. And now the last, I don't know, probably month I've really just ordered most of it. Now I will say there's, there's still things that I don't like about it. And I'm still trying to figure out the kinks of how to work that stuff out. But I mean, it has definitely been helpful. I've just made it a game. So I always select like that they can pick something if what I want is out. And then See, it's that's like, the part that I'm like, I don't, I haven't let them do that yet. Totally oh, it's do you have to have, do you have to have control, Shelly? Is that, <laughs> is that what we're learning? You're just learning that now, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, awesome. I mean, if you're meal planning for a week, that's the thing that, like, we have some food restrictions in our house. Like, we have a diabetic, we have dye allergy, we have dairy allergy. Like, we have some, you know, issues from that standpoint. So, like, I'm concerned about a substitution that I don't want to pay like seven, eight bucks for something that we can't use, you know, that's a valid fear. (laughs) I don't have that. So it's more fun for me. Yeah, I would. I, I'm the same way as Ashley. Ashley, I just be like, "Hell, oh, roll the dice. Let's oh, uh-huh. look at that. We got ro- fruit roll ups. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with this. <laughs> let's let's see if we can make tamales out of this. That'd be so great. What's the most interesting substitution they've given you. Like, 